Welcome to Talks at Advent, homilies and reflections given at the Church of the Advent, a Western Rite Orthodox mission in Atlanta, Georgia. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, God is mine. And above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves, for charity shall cover the multitude of sins, says St. Peter in today's epistle. Since we're all sinners and will sadly be sinners for the rest of our lives, we should take St. Peter's words to heart. Yet why do we need to do anything when Jesus has already covered the multitude of our sins through his defeat of sin and death on the cross? This can be especially hard for us to understand if we have converted from a Christian tradition where one says a simple prayer and accepts Jesus into their hearts unto eternal salvation. Yet it was Jesus himself that connects our actions to our salvation, and not just any action, but the act of charity itself. And what is charity? Charity is the action that follows from the feeling of love. When Jesus speaks of the final judgment. What is the dividing line between the sheep and the goats? Is it whether we simply mentally assist, assent that Jesus is Lord or that we feel love toward him? No. Love in the sense of the feeling we have in our hearts is not sufficient. It was charity that divided those welcomed into the kingdom from those who were sent away to eternal punishment. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Charity. And the righteous will answer him, saying, when, when did we see you hungry and feed you, thirsty or give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and welcome you or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer, truly I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers, you did it to me. Charity. Charity is the foundation of our faith, the foundation of our salvation. But do we have a full appreciation of what charity is. Obviously, for something so central to our Christian faith, charity must be more than just giving some of our money to a worthy cause. And indeed, it's that and more. And I want to talk to you today about three aspects of charity that I hope will help you have a deeper appreciation of all that charity is. First, it is those acts of love for our neighbor and need that Jesus describes. When we love our neighbor as ourselves, we act in the way we would hope that someone would if we were in those situations. If we were hungry, then we'd hope that someone would feed us. If we're sick, we'd want somebody to visit us, etc. And as I often say, we must remember that some of our neighbors in the Christian sense live in our homes, are part of our families, and work in our offices. We must strive to be charitable to our families and colleagues, and somehow oddly, it seems that those very folks can be some of the hardest people to be charitable to. So perhaps that's where we must start. If we don't have as much charity 
with our spouses, our children, our parents, our roommates, our coworkers, as we should. Second, charity goes beyond the types of actions that we just mentioned and that you probably think of first when you hear the word charity. Charity also involves being long-suffering of our neighbor's faults. The charitable person does not see the faults of his neighbor, but rather first takes the beam from his own eye. We must imagine that Peter, who asked the Lord how many times to forgive and got the answer 70 times 7, meaning really an infinite number of times, and who received the threefold forgiveness from the Lord for his three rejections, had a deeper understanding of this than maybe we might. We should also recall the words of our Lord that if you do not, if you forgive others their trespasses, if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Thus, forgiveness is an act of charity. Choosing not to dwell on our neighbor's faults is an act of charity. In fact, we see from Jesus' words again that our salvation depends on this act of charity, the act of forgiveness, because our salvation depends on our forgiveness, and our forgiveness depends on our forgiveness of others. Third and finally, keeping the Lord's commandments is an act of charity. For Jesus says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And if charity is the, the act which follows from love, well, we love Jesus, then it will follow that our action is to keep his commandments. And make, that makes it an act of charity. We know that the first and greatest commandment is to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. But to do so, we must bring forth the charity of keeping the Lord's commandment, commandments because sin is darkness. It's the opposite of love. When we sin, we show that if we love anything at all, we love ourselves more than God and our neighbor. Now that we've had the opportunity to discuss some of the most important aspects of charity, I hope you have a deeper appreciation of it and see how it connects in every way to our salvation and what it is to be called Christian. When Jesus took up his cross, it was an act of charity. So too, we take up our cross when we deny ourselves and act charitably to others. When we do so, we turn our self-directed evil love outward to God and neighbor, as Christ did when he suffered and died for us to save us. And in this way, we too will be saved. And in this mini-season of Ascension, between Ascension Day, which we celebrated Thursday, and Pentecost, is a good time to reflect on the gift of the Holy Spirit that we hear about in today's gospel and will celebrate fully next Sunday. The Holy Spirit is one of God's amazing acts of charity towards mankind. Jesus' ascension brings humankind into the very throne room of the Father. And the Holy Spirit brings God into our throne room, our hearts, so that we are able to better direct our love outward into charity. And the ninefold fruit of the Holy Spirit gives us the strength and power to act as God acts towards us with his charity towards mankind, for he is the great philanthropist, the great lover of mankind. 
And the fruit of the Holy Spirit is love, which motivates and underlies our charity. Joy that is rooted in God. And when we have joy, who is it that doesn't want to share that joy with others? Peace. For when we have peace, we are not in a heightened state, ready to presume the aggression of others. And peace, when we have it, we can offer to others by making peace with those who sin against us. Patience, which we can use for our long-suffering of the faults we perceive in others. Kindness and gentleness in forgiving others and in perceiving and meeting the needs of our neighbor. Goodness and self-control to follow the Lord's commandments. And faithfulness to our Lord and God, who is ever faithful to us. Faithfulness for us to persevere so that when we fall, and we will, we get back up and try again, ever moving, albeit often slowly, more and more into the human being that God originally created us to be. That is, in the form of his son, by his own grace. So if you fear you don't have the strength to be charitable, take heart, my brothers and sisters in Christ. For there is good news because the Holy Spirit has come and will come. With God, all things are possible. And with the Holy Spirit, God within us, it makes all things possible. So let us prepare today to receive the Spirit into our hearts when we remember and celebrate his descent upon those gathered in the upper room and upon each of us. And may we receive his fruit so that we can bear charitable fruit to all those we meet. Talks at Advent, homilies and reflections given at the Church of the Advent, a Western Rite Orthodox mission in Atlanta, Georgia.